At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Ryan Rothstein of the Philadelphia City Cast is going to join me in a little bit. We'll talk about college basketball title game. We'll talk some Nets, Sixers, NBA playoffs, Masters, baseball. We'll talk a little, little bit of everything with Ryan as. It's all NBA now because the college basketball season comes to an end last night. Kansas wins the national title 72-69, down 15 at the half. A crazy finish, really. Both teams kind of struggled to execute. Uh, before we get to the NBA, just quickly, enough people you know, with Kansas minus four complaining about what a bad beat that was. You're up three. Even if you get fouled, you're at a one and one. If you miss the front end of the one and one, which look, there's, the kids are tired. There's a lot of pressure on them. If you miss the front end of the one and one, you lose your bet anyway. Even if you make the first and miss the second, you push. And you can, you know, make both of them. And Carolina still got three or four seconds to come back and back to you. So, you know, people complaining what a bad beat Kansas minus three was. It wasn't great, but, I mean, you weren't covering 99% of the game to begin with. So not that bad of a beat. I mean, I, I know it's frustrating. The kid went out of bounds and, um, you know, just a crazy ending, but not that bad of a beat. So wanted to get that off my chest. College basketball is over. Kansas wins a national title. Tough one for UNC. So it's all NBA now as the Nets are in action tonight against the Rockets and what is a really a critical game but a, a pretty soft schedule here for the Nets these last four games. They are 17 and a half point favorites at Bet River Sportsbook total 244 and a half. Uh, Rockets 13 to 1 on the money line if you're feeling frisky. Uh, it, it's a situation where the Nets finally I mean they got to turn it around. They really kind of righted the ship. And then about a week ago, you know, they lost to the Hornets, had a bad loss to the Hawks. On Saturday, 
you know, maybe you weren't watching that because the final four was on, but that was a, a game where the Hawks really controlled it from the beginning. Durant went off, but you know, wasn't enough. And and Thursday night they played well against Milwaukee. They just coughed it up late, you know, got killed on the glass. So this is a game where the Nets obviously need to have it, and they do have a pretty soft schedule here down the stretch. But you know, they basically need to go. I think they'll go three and one, maybe four and zero. Oh. You know, one of the two, but they do have home versus the Rockets, home versus the Pacers, at the Knicks, and home versus the Cavs. So you think minimum three and one, probably four and oh, uh, between one of the two. And look, they need it because as we stand now, the Nets are the 10 seed, which is just incredible. Um, 38 losses, the Hornets 40 and 38. So Nets and Hornets have identical records, but remember the Hornets have the head-to-head tiebreaker over the Nets because the season series. The Hawks 41 and 37. Um, and if it gets in a situation where it's a three-game, a three-way tie between the Nets, Hornets, and Hawks, that goes to the Nets. If it's Nets versus Hawks, it goes to the Hawks. So uh, a lot of scenarios here. And then you have the Cavs still in the mix, 36 losses. They're 43 and 36, but uh, they don't have an easy schedule here either. And they've, you know, haven't played very well. They do have Orlando tonight, but after that, it's at the Nets. Uh, they get the Bucks. Yeah, so three games left. They, they get a, a layup tonight against the Magic. And then they play at the Nets and they host the Bucks on Sunday. Maybe the Bucks are resting people, but maybe they're not. So uh, a lot still to be decided. And it's fascinating in the East because I think the consensus opinion about a week or two ago was well, all these teams are going to do everything they can to avoid Brooklyn, even though they don't know if Brooklyn's going to be the seven or the eight. I think that's kind of out the window. And I, I think for a couple reasons. I think, first of all, it's too crowded. You know, one through four, it looks like Miami's going to be the one. They've got a good two-game loss column lead on everybody. So Miami's probably going to be the one here. But then you have Boston, Milwaukee, Philly in that first tier behind them. And then you have a second tier, Bulls, Raptors, which can kind of go either way uh, in terms of the standing. So you don't know, know where either of those teams are going to be. And then you have the playing mess that I just mentioned with all those teams. So you, you can't really manipulate your matchup. It's There's too many moving parts to really know where you're going to land here in terms of the East and say, you know what, I'm going to avoid the Nets. Well, you don't know where the Nets are going to be. And you can say, well, I want to play the Bulls. Well, you don't know where the Bulls are going to be either. The Bulls are uh, 45 and 33. The Raptors are 45 and 33. So you don't know. You could be tanking your seating, but you don't know you're, who you're tanking towards. And there's just too many teams bunched together at the top. The two teams bunched together in the middle with Toronto and Chicago. And then you have the playing teams all bunched together where that can land pretty much any way uh, you could think. The Nets could move up to the 8. The Nets could stay at the 10. You know, probably not because their schedule is easy, but, you know, 9-10, same thing. Uh, so you, you, you don't really know. You don't really know uh, who you're playing. So I think these teams are going to look, just look at it and say, you know what? Who knows who we're going to play? We can't really manipulate it. We can't control it. We're just going to do our thing. We're going to rest our guys as necessary. And let's just try to get the best record. We'll try to get home court as long as possible. And we play who we play. Because the other thing of this is the Nets haven't looked that intimidating. Kyrie hasn't looked great. You know, having to play a regular NBA schedule, his efficiency has dropped way off the charts. And their record with Kyrie isn't this, you know, I think 10 and 15, something like that. The record is not very good with Kyrie. And I, like I said, his efficiency is really tailed off here. These last couple of weeks, is he's expected to play a regular, you know, normal NBA schedule, which is travel, uh, you know, back to backs, that kind of thing, three, four games in a week, not just hey, play once or twice every, you know, 10, 12 days and go off. It's not that easy when you have to play a normal schedule, as we've seen. So, uh, 
Uh, I think the Nets, they, they haven't played well defensively. They look small. Uh, now, look, they're dangerous. They can shoot. Anytime you have Durant on your team, you're dangerous, and they are plus 600 to win the title at Bet Rivers. But uh, I think these teams are less afraid of Brooklyn than we might have thought you know, a week or two ago. So not knowing where people are going to land, the Nets not looking intimidating, all of that kind of combines to these teams saying, you know what, Let's, we're not going to bother tanking. We'll rest our guys if we think it's best for us, but we're not going to go out of our way to avoid the Nets or try to play this team or try to play that team. Now, maybe come Sunday, it's a little more clear. Last day of the season, hey, if we win, we play this team, and that's what we want. If we lose, we play this team, and it's what we don't want. So that kind of thing. But you know, this far in advance, with this many teams bunched together, it's hard to manipulate who you're going to play, when you're going to play, where you're going to play, that kind of thing. So uh, I think we're seeing teams just kind of play it straight up. And really a fascinating last week, last four or five days here of the season with all these kind of moving parts. So Nets minus 17.5 at Bet River Sportsbook tonight. I can't lay I can't lay 17 and a half against anybody. I know the Rockets are tanking, and they're very capable of winning this game by 35 points. It's a game they need. The Rockets are awful. I understand all that. Uh, I'll have a small bet on the Rockets plus 17 and a half. Just sort of out of principle. I mean, last week they were favored by was it 12 or 13 against Detroit, and we bet Detroit just same principle. And the Nets can't stop anybody. The Nets cannot get stops. They played the the Blazers G League team, and the Blazers the, the team they're throwing out there right now is. Like one of the worst teams in history. They're just awful. This Blazer team scored 120-something points against them a couple Friday nights ago. So uh, the Nets can't stop anybody. The Rockets are young. They're athletic. You know, you figure they score enough to at least hang within this number. And, and like I said, they're fully capable of, you know, just getting blown out and this looking bad. But to me, 17.5 is way too many. I, I don't like the Nets defensively. And, you know, who knows? Maybe they get up 15 or 20 and they take their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter, which is... You know, certainly a possibility. So Rockets plus 17 and a half at Bet River Sportsbook. That is a play for tonight. Uh, locally, Rangers, Devils, Rangers minus 155. Total is six. You're getting a hockey play out of me. I'm feeling generous. Over six. The Devils have been an over machine. Uh, I feel good about this. I had the over Sunday, I think. Yeah, it was Sunday. Islanders, Devils, and the total was six. And it, it was a sweat. It was scoreless for a little bit, but ended up being 4-3. So we are going over six in the Rangers, Devils. Uh, that is tonight on the ice as the playoffs near in the NHL as well. So Rockets plus 17 and a half. Rangers and Devils over six. That is at Bet River Sportsbook. And again, go to betrivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app. Uh, daily specials, daily boosts. One of the specials they're running now for baseball season. Mookie bets to combine for over 54 and a half home runs and stolen bases in the 22 regular season. Plus 550. That's pretty good. I mean, you figure he's going to hit, what, 35, 37 homers, uh, steal, you know, 20 bases. I, I kind of like that. I don't know what I'm missing there. I know he didn't have a great year last year, especially with the power, but you figure, you know, especially in that lineup, he bounces back this year. Maybe he doesn't run as much uh, as he gets older, you know, try to avoid injury, but plus 550, that's a, that's a fun one to me that's worth a bet. And then they have another boost, Blue Jays to win the AL East and Guerrero to win the AL MVP, plus 750. Hey, it's fun. It's correlated. So that's always good when you get a, a bet that's correlated. So go to betrivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app, check out their daily boosts and specials, see what they got going on. So uh, a lot to take advantage of. You know, they're just, they're, they're giving you some good opportunities day in, day out with, with these odd boosts. So might as well take advantage of them when you get the chance. So Rockets plus 17 and a half, over six. Devils Rangers are the picks for tonight. The picks have been good. Hopefully you've been following along. When we come back, Ryan Rothstein on the NCAA tournament. 
the uh, the championship game, NBA playoffs, baseball, Masters. We'll do a little everything. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. No more football, no problem. Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on Bet River's many daily specials, or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast. With more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Must be 21 or older, available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877 8 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY. All right, earlier, Ryan Rostin of the Philadelphia CityCast and I talked about a number of things, including the Masters, the tournament, the NBA playoffs. Here's my conversation with Ryan. All right, so let's get right into it. Uh, here we are on, you know, recording this Tuesday morning, April 5th. So we got a lot to get into on this episode. I mean, whether it's the national title game, that's where we'll, we will start here. Uh, the Masters, we have opening day right around the corner. It, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. But, Will, let's, uh, I guess let's start with the, the Natty title. Your thoughts on everything last night? You're throwing me a curveball here. We got Blazers Thunder tonight, and you want to want you want to talk national title game? I guess I'm we could talk. I'm in the lead, aren't I? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, exciting game. It really wasn't that well played. I mean, it was kind of a, a cluster bleep down the stretch with, you know, guys stepping out of bounds, UNC chucking up bad threes, uh, five on four, and they pull it out. I don't know if that's some sort of act of sportsmanship. I don't think that's what it was. I think. Um, I, I think they were up one last 30 or so seconds and they wanted to just milk the clock, but you got a five on four attack, get the five. I mean, that was, they, they ended up scoring anyway, but boy, if they lost, that would have been uh, an all time kind of a gaff right there. I, I can't understand. I don't know if they commented on why they pulled up like that, but uh, an exciting yeah. game that last kind of, that last minute really had it all. It wasn't really a great tournament, but Kansas wins Carolina cover. So uh, our boy Danny Burke, who had Kansas, I think, in some futures to win some brackets. I'm not sure if he hedged and hit the, you know, the Grand Slam home run and hit them all, but uh, you know, college basketball wraps up in, in what was a fun game. It was a, uh, it was a wild game. Yeah. Obviously, UNC, you're like, damn, is this going to be a blowout? No yeah. way, right? And then you know, Kansas starts to come back, and then looked like Kansas was going to run away with it when they came all the way back, and then they went up by six. It was looked like Kansas might, you know, win the game by double digits once they kind of got momentum. But UNC took yeah. the punch and they came back. So, yeah, really, uh, kind of a wild game. And after everything, all of the madness here from the tournament, a one seed wins it all. Yeah. You know, that's typically how it goes, though. It's usually how it goes. And yeah, yeah. you look at the, the final four. I mean, Kansas is a one, Nova was a two, UNC still UNC. I mean, they're an eight seed, but they're still UNC. And, uh, and, and Duke is Duke. So for it, you're right. It's typically how it goes. For all the craziness early on, usually the dust settles and you got kind of the usual suspects in the last four or so. UNC, man, they're, uh, I saw something online, something stupid, like everything else is online, but it was like April 4th, it's a rough day for UNC. It was like Villanova hitting that shot over UNC and now Kansas beating them yesterday on April 4th as well. They're, they're falling short recently. Oh, I didn't realize it's the same exact day. Same exact day. Wow. Yeah. And that's what, that was 2016. 16. That's six years ago now. How is that six years ago already? My goodness. I it know. seems like it was two or three years. Six years ago? How is that possible? It's, it flies by. It's yeah. scary. But they already have the odds posted at Bet Rivers for next year's national champion. I don't think we're going to get too much into that on this episode, Will. But, uh, you know, 
doesn't take long. I saw some people taking crate in it, like huge prices, 100 to 1, 80 to 1, and that price dropped. I guess they got a bunch of people coming back. And uh, I saw Arkansas as the number one, you know, favorite for next year. Not favorite, but projected to be uh, the, the, you know, first ranked team. I don't know. First ranked team and favorite to win it all, sometimes not the same. So, yeah. Yeah. Of course, you got to see, you know, who's coming out of the draft, who's staying, all that kind of thing. So, uh, not something I'm interested in at the moment, but if you have any, no, me either. Yeah, it, it, it's too early. Yeah, it's way too early. I mean, I'm still digesting uh, this year's college basketball season, so uh, you know I'm gonna have to take a tums or, or something because uh, no, it's uh, not a bad betting co- season for college hoops. But I mean, we got a lot else to to get to. Will I don't know if you want to touch on anything else college hoops wise, but NBA obviously winding down. Um, do you have anything you want to you want to start this combo with? Uh, NBA Sixers, where are you at with your boys now? Because it's been kind of up and down. Um, it's funny. I, I don't think these teams are ducking the nets like you know we thought they might. I think a couple things. The Heat are going to be the one seed, and then you have like three tiers. You have the Heat is the one seed. Then you have this kind of group here of Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, all with about the same record. Then you have that middle tier of the Bulls and the Raptors, which can kind of flip-flop. And then you have the third tier of the Plains with the Cavs. We'll throw them in the mix because they're right there. Uh, yeah. Nets, Hawks, Hornets. I, you know what it is? I, I think it's too hard to predict who's going to be where, so you can't really manipulate who you're going to play. Now, if you get to Sunday or something and it's clear, you know, if we win, we'll play this team. If we lose, we'll play that team. Maybe you can see some of that. But as of now, there's just too much bunched together in, in, in these different tiers. You can't really manipulate who you play. So, plus the, the Nets haven't played great. So, a lot of these teams, you know, maybe you were afraid of the Nets a week or two ago. Now you look at them and say, you know what, I'm not going to punt on home court advantage in the second and third round to avoid the Nets. If I have to right. play the Nets, I'll deal with them. So, uh, a fascinating last week or so. Uh, what are your thoughts here with Philly uh, and just the East in general? I mean, it's first of all, <laughs> Brooklyn's intent. Like just yeah. a, a reminder for the listeners out there. They Probably are probably gonna go four and oh the rest of the way, though. They do have the Rockets, the Pacers, both at home, then the Knicks and the Cavs. So they're they're either gonna go three and one or four and oh. But hey, if you stub your toe and you're in tenth, that's uh I don't care. That's a tough, tough spot to be in. And the Hawks have played it's well a, too. You're really in a hole, you know, yeah. and, and you and I we've talked a lot about this uh on our crossover episodes, but like they just had a bad loss to the Charlotte Hornets, who are in ninth now right ahead of them um they have the same record charlotte now holds the tiebreaker so you know listen despite everything i can knock the brooklyn nets i can you know say whatever i want against them i still don't want the 76ers to play them in a seven game series like you don't want to to play kevin durant and kyrie irving right like that's just that's just the bottom line but i will say this i still don't feel like the nets are coming out of the east i don't either I think they could beat just about anybody. I would be surprised if they beat Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's we saw is a bad matchup for them. Milwaukee's big. Yeah. Milwaukee killed them on the glass the other night. I think offensive rebound it was like twelve six, and it was I forget the exact numbers, but but Milwaukee really controlled the glass and Milwaukee's size. I mean Brooklyn's small. Milwaukee's got big guards with uh, Middleton and Holiday. Uh, obviously Giannis is Giannis, so. But other than Milwaukee, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if the Nets beat the Sixers, if they beat the Celtics. 
Uh, you know, if they beat the Heat, obviously, because Durant's Durant. I mean, Durant at the end of these games, Durant can basically hit every shot. So, He's so um, good. I, I don't think they're coming out of the East. I think they can win any series individually. I just don't know that they can win, you know, three, four in a row here to win a title. And uh, I've been saying every day pretty much their number to win the title is way too, uh, you know, way too short to bet. I mean, you know, six to one to win the title. When you're going to have to go through a a playing round, maybe two playing rounds, two, then three playoffs series, and you know a finals. That's to me just bet them round by round. I, I do think they'll get up to the eight seed because, like I said, the schedule's pretty easy the last uh, week or so. But again, you're not you're not getting you know bang for your buck betting them at six to one at this point. Let me ask you this: uh, rank real you know quickly if you can rank the top four teams in the Eastern Conference, Oof. and I can start real quick. Milwaukee's so I'll let you one. think about it. Yeah, Milwaukee's one, right? Has to be. Yeah. I Boy, mean, is this odds to get to the, you know, best chance to get to the finals? Let me clarify. Best chance to get to the finals or just best teams? Because Miami's going to have a one seed, so maybe an easier path with home court. I don't think they're the second best team. Uh, I'm kind of just buying myself time here because it's a great question. I'll no, I know, no, it's second. a good clarification. I mean, and it depends, right? I mean, if we're looking at this strictly... You know, all right, uh, from obviously the betting perspective for Eastern Conference winner odds at Bet Rivers, you know, then that, that could change from just strictly who are the best four teams in order, right? I'll go Philly just because I, I still think the talent of Embiid and Harden, despite all the warts, and they, did, they have plenty of warts between the coach, not enough shooting, they look slow on defense, the bench, um, you know, I kind of like Niang. The more I watch them, I think Niang's got a role on that team because you know I love Niang. Finding finding you know five seven guys here in a playoff rotation is not easy. They're a little thin. They miss Curry, but I'll still go Harden and Embiid. Uh, there's still a version of that like we saw with the first couple weeks of them together, where that upside I trust. But again, it's fractions. If you told me the Celtics, if you told me even the Nets. Uh, I wouldn't really quibble with you. I'll go Philly by a fraction here for my second. Who's your second? It's it's between it's between Philly and Miami. Um, like I lean Philly because of all the things that you said with Joel Embiid and and James Harden, but Miami's had a better overall season, uh, and with the home court advantage, you know, very well coached. It's it's tough. I'd, I'd maybe lean Philly, uh, and then I'd probably go like 3A and 3B, uh, Miami and Boston. Yeah, I would be tempted to say Boston if Williams were healthy, and he might be by like the second round if they can make it that far. But without Williams, I think it's a little bit of a different team. But hey, they might still be the second even without Williams because they've just been killing people night after night. Uh, I got some division bets on Philly, and it's a race between Philly and Boston. And Boston just never seems to lose. Every time you check their score, they're up by 30 points, which, um, you know, you can say, oh, it's against bad teams. But we know the NBA, I mean, you get crazy results every night. They don't have any crazy results. They just beat the hell out of, out of everyone, you know, night in, night out, pretty much. It's funny that you mentioned your division bets because at Bet Rivers, Right now, the 76ers are plus 130 to win the Atlantic Division. Yeah. The Celtics are the favorite, Will, at minus 159, minus 160. Uh, and you look at the remaining schedules for both of these teams. Sixers have four games. Celtics have three. And the Celtics' remaining schedule at Chicago on Wednesday, 
at Milwaukee on Thursday, yeah. at Memphis on Sunday. Not easy. That's not an easy final three game. So I think the Sixers can make up some ground here in the in, down the stretch. They could. What's the Sixers' schedule? And the other thing you have to take into account, which is not easy uh, this time of year, you know, is Memphis going to try? Is Milwaukee going to try? You never know. You're going to get to a game and say, oh, Memphis, yeah. that's a tough game. Memphis could be locked into a seed and just kind of rest everybody. But, hell, Boston could be say, you know what, we don't really care what seed we are. They can rest everybody. So uh, it's really it's a fascinating market, I think. You know, we as betters probably care about these divisions more than the teams, but Definitely. Uh, it, it's interesting. What's Philly? I think Philly's got a pretty easy schedule the last week or so. They Although do. one of the one of their games is against the Pistons, I'm pretty sure, and the Pistons just beat them by 10 points the other night. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it now. Philly has at Pacers, uh, at Raptors, which isn't easy. Uh, then the Pacers again. So wow, two games with the Pacers, one game with the Pistons, and at the Raptors. Yeah. So either three and one or four and zero, oh, you would think. You would think, yeah. You you would think they're going to go at least three and one. Um, I would say three and one's a a good a good prediction there. So three and one, maybe the Celtics go one and two, and you know that that could be enough. I think. Yeah, and I believe Boston yeah. does have the tiebreaker, right? I believe so. Yeah, I'd have to do. confirm that, but I believe so. Yeah, I and think that's why they're listen, favored right now because so they do have the tiebreaker. Yeah, I mean the Sixers. They're a half game behind them. So the Sixers are 48 and 30. Boston's 49 and 30. So it's neck and neck down the stretch here. Now, uh, th this reminded me of something seeing the 76ers schedule, seeing that they play at Toronto. Is there, and we got to talk about this just from a betting standpoint. Do we know what Sixers players are or are not vaccinated just in case of a playoff, first round playoff series uh, at Toronto? Do we know? I, I think Harden, pretty, I'm pretty sure he is because he was very critical of Kyrie not getting it. So I know Harden has it. Uh, do we know who or who doesn't have it for Philly here? No, like Doc said the other day that he's not going to disclose it, but the Sixers have played in Toronto this year and they had essentially everyone. Okay. So I'm just, you know, I'm just doing context clues here. And, you know, Harden played in Brooklyn. So. He's, we know he's vaccinated. Yeah, Harden's just good based to go. You would think Embiid's good to go because that would have, you know, been an Definitely. issue if he wasn't. So yeah, yeah, I, I know that became a story last week with Toronto, you know, announcing that. Uh, I don't know if it, it might have been. What I don't know if it was Toronto or some of these other teams. Oh, what it was was Boston went to Toronto and a bunch of guys sat out, and it was yeah. undisclosed reasons, and we weren't sure if it was vaccines, if it was just you know yep. rest. So. It could be tricky. Now, again, if you're playing Toronto in the first round, you do get a bunch of – you do have home court, so it's not like you have to play every game in Toronto. But, look, if you're Boston or something and, you know, Tatum can't play in Toronto, that could be an issue if you stumble at home. Uh, a huge issue. Yeah. yeah a, a huge issue there. So um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see who could possibly be uh, sitting out on you know road visits to the Toronto Raptors but here's the thing though when are we going to know are they are we going to know when the game tips off are we going to know a day before an hour before like when are we going to know say it's Boston Toronto first round like at what point are we going to know who's in and who's out for uh the Celtics because again there's you know privacy issues and all these things like are, are they going to announce before the series are they going to announce an hour before the game I'm fascinated to you know, just from a betting perspective, yeah. too. Hey, I'm going to bet, you know, a bunch of money on the Celtics to win this series. Oh, by the way, game three comes and Tatum and Brown aren't vaccinated and they can't play. That could be an issue. Yeah. Massive issue. Huge yeah. issue. But that, that's that been the case, you know, in Toronto all season, right? So we could sort of do our, our homework a little bit. You know, like did Tatum play in, in Toronto already this year? I don't know. I know recently he didn't. Right. 
but maybe earlier in the season, you know, I, I don't know, but I think it's a good point by you because you know, these teams like to hold the, the injury stuff close to their chest. And, you know, especially with the COVID stuff now, you, you, we might not know until the day of the game for game three or four, like you said. So I think you have to uh, proceed with caution when betting anything involving the Toronto Raptors. You have to. Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's it's nuts, man. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely nuts. But that, back to the Brooklyn Nets just for a second. Uh, did you see Steve Nash saying he would be shocked if Ben Simmons played in the play-in game? Um yeah, your, he's done. You know, it's funny. They kind of need him because if you watch him play, they struggle to get stops. I mean, this Portland team that's tanking uh, scored 125 points against them a couple Friday nights ago. Charlotte lit them up. They give up 100-something points a night pretty much. I mean, they're just getting lit up defensively. They're super small. Now, you put Drummond around you know, Durant, Dragic, Kyrie, and you know, whoever, Curry, that's a hell of an yeah. offensive lineup, and they might be able to outscore you, but you're going to be able to score on them, so... Um, you know, they kind of need Simmons. They needed his defense, and I just I don't think they're going to get him. It, it'd be, it, you know, unlikely at this point for Simmons to just emerge out of nowhere and, you know, start guarding Giannis or start guarding Harden in a playoff series. I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's going to happen. Uh, you got to wonder what you traded for here if you're the uh, if you're the Nets. I mean, backs backs are no joke. If he, he really does have a back issue, um, that's a uh, that's a tough one for the Nets. And Boy, he should have just said he had a back issue the whole time. He wouldn't have lost all this money. You can't get you can't get fined for having a back issue. He should have just done that. I mean, he he's gotten some terrible advice along the way. So, really, uh, a tough situation for Simmons. Really, you know, you got to wonder where his career's at at this point. You know, he's forfeited a lot of money. He hasn't played, and, and you got to wonder, you know, where he's at. It's it's crazy. I mean, listen, the the Seventy Sixers medical staff cleared him to play. Yeah. So. At one point, they looked at his back, they examined him, and they said he was fine. And, you know, before any trade gets signed off on both sides, both teams, right. you know, asked for medical records. The the team, I'm sure the Nets sent doctors to take a look at Ben or talk to the Sixers doctors, whatever. Um, so, I don't know. Something must have flared up maybe after the trade or who knows, man. But uh, that's those are the two words you can say when talking about Ben Simmons. Who knows? Yeah, and again, it, it's really it's someone for all of his flaws, and he's got plenty of them. The Nets really kind of need him. I, I think you're seeing right now. Kyrie also hasn't been as effective having to play. You know, it's one thing yeah. when you get to play once every nine days, and you're, you're it's like a pitcher coming out of the bullpen, and you can just kind of throw as hard as you can for ten or fifteen pitches. It's right. another when you have to start pitch seven innings, then pitch seven innings. If you know five days later, we're seeing Kyrie being you know way less effective here uh, as he has to play a normal schedule. Is there anything that you like uh, before we, we possibly move on? Uh, anything you like in the futures market when it comes to the NBA, whether it's updated title odds, East or West odds, uh, or, or nothing really standing out? Yeah, I think Milwaukee. I think you'd still get them, what, plus 275 to win the East. I just think they'll be in the conference finals. And if you're sitting there in the conference finals with a plus 275 ticket, you can at yeah. least you know get some profit out of it. And I do think Milwaukee's going to the finals again, so... Uh, I've been on Milwaukee. I just think they're the most reliable team. I like the Bucks. How about the Mavericks out west? Because it's probably going to be the Suns. But watching Luca again the, uh, the other day against the against the Bucks, uh, if anyone can kind of upset the apple cart, it's somebody that has a great player like Luca. They defend yep. well. Uh, I know they're like what thirty to one to win it all, something crazy. Maybe you're better off playing them round by round. But uh, we don't see too many you know Cinderellas in the NBA. But Dallas is one that's at least interesting to me. 22 to 1 okay. updated odds for Dallas uh, at Bet Rivers and PA to win the NBA title. 
10 to one to win the West. I like that bet. Yeah, that's not bad. Again, you got to look at the matchups and, you know, round by round maybe is a better way to go. The could play. Well, it's tough. The West is the same as the East where all these teams are interchangeable. I mean, Denver, Utah, uh, there's really kind of, uh, you know, Minnesota, these teams are all bunched together. So we don't exactly know the matchups, but yeah, when you got Luca, I think you got a chance. Now we're probably just, you know, spending time on something that's a foregone conclusion because Phoenix is so damn good and just so consistent despite you know, know. losing his 14 point favorites the other night to Oklahoma city, which was crazy. Uh, it'll probably be it'll probably looking at a rematch Phoenix, Milwaukee, but uh, who knows? It's kind of a wide open league. I think, you know, Phoenix probably not as dominant as that record suggests. Maybe that's disrespectful to say, but, you know, should be a lot of fun. The Clippers are getting healthy, too, with Paul George back. I don't think we'll get Kawhi, but the Clippers have been really good the past, yeah. you know, month or so. And uh, that's, a, that's a good team, a well-coached team. So I'm excited for these playoffs. I can't wait for Sunday when these matchups are finally revealed, although we're going to have to wait for the play-ins, but we'll get a few of these matchups. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a ton of fun, and I think there's gonna be some opportunity uh, in the betting market, maybe for a team like the Clippers. You know, depending on the matchups, uh, we we may be able to uh, have some success with uh, maybe some slight dogs, depending on how the first round shapes up and and how the seedings shape up on both sides, East and West. Uh, all right, so do you want to get to Masters or some baseball talk to wrap up? What do you think? Haven't done a lot on the Masters. My boy Sam Burns, I pretty much bet him every week. So I think he's 35, 40 to 1, something like that, to win the Masters. Now, he hasn't played here before, which is tricky. I think Fuzzy Zeller in 1979 was the first, was the last time somebody has won their first, you know, experience at Augusta. So that's a tricky one. So uh, I'll still yeah. do some digging on that. What bets do you have for the Masters? Yeah, I don't have any right now. Um, Come on, what are you waiting for? I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you have? You just have that just one, have or what do you? What do you think? I just have Burns. If I can find a way, I I know it's sacrilege and all that, but if I can find a way to bet against Tiger, I, I have a hard time seeing him make the cut. I don't see how he's going to be able to walk the course, unless look. I mean, modern medicine. Who knows? He's got the best doctors, but I'm very skeptical of this idea that Tiger can compete. I mean, yeah. I think it was Fred Couples had a practice round with him, and he said he was bombing the ball. But he also said he was limping. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, is he going to limp around Augusta for four days? I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Sounds like he's going to play. I mean, it's, I guess we won't yeah. know until Wednesday. But, uh, boy, it's got all the makings of a sports mo- movie if he's able to even, you know, play and just uh, give us something to uh, to just watch. I, again, I, I, hate, I feel bad doing it, but I, I would probably – uh, look, look for him to miss the cut. I don't see how he makes the cut here. I think it's a tough. That's a tough ask. No, yeah, that that's that's a bold move to bet to bet on Tiger. You know, making the cut or dare I say, even winning the tournament oh. or finishing even top ten. It's just it's a too tall of a task, man. But I don't know if I'd bet against it. I don't know if I'd get as uh, cynical as as you will on that. But a um, couple names I like. I mean, I like Zalatoris, like top ten finish. Hovland's a popular name. I think he was 20 to 1 last time I checked. Um, but I'm going to have to dig a little bit deeper today and tomorrow before we get to Thursday. All right, man. It's uh, it's a great time of the year. Baseball start. Do you have any baseball futures? What, where are you at with your Phillies here? So I like the Phillies over on their win total. But, man, that's been shooting up. Like a month ago, it was at 83 and a half. Now it's at 86 and a half Ooh. at Bet Rivers. Um, 
I still like him to win the NL East as far as uh, the number. It was right around 4-1, to one, plus 450. And I'll tell you another one I like, and I'm stealing this one a little bit from uh, a conversation I had with Scott Seidenberg. Uh, Moniak to win NL Rookie of the Year for the Phillies. He was upwards of 50 to 55 to 1. Um, Odubel's out six weeks. So Moniak has an opportunity to play for the first six weeks and win uh, the center field job. And he was a and, big time you know, pick, right? He was a high pick. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, two years ago now at this point for the Phils. So uh, this is the year for him. And I, he could have a huge year, especially in that lineup. That's interesting. I think the door opened a little bit for the Phillies. I didn't think they had really enough pitching. I thought the Braves are really good in the Mets. Uh, I was really high on the Mets. But, boy, they uh, they got some tough news because who knows when DeGrom's going to pitch again. Who knows if he's ever going to be DeGrom again. I think that's a fair concern. I mean, yeah, he hasn't thrown a pitch since July 7th. He rests that whole time. Now he comes back and shoulder tightness. I mean, who knows when he's going to be cleared. Then he's going to have to ramp up and you, know, you have to worry about setbacks. I just think it's going to be after something you're going to have to you know hold your breath with his entire career. So uh, I don't know. I think the Mets can still be pretty good. Scherzer and Bass at the top of the rotation still good. I think that's a, a good Definitely. lineup. But boy, it's, it's going to be hard to win a title without DeGrom. So maybe it, that opens the door a little bit for the Phillies to, uh, to flirt with a division title here. I still think Atlanta's really good. Miami's got a ton of pitching. Washington stinks, but... Hey, if you're Philly, now you, you got a little bit of a chance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with, with those bats, as long as you stay healthy, um, you, you have a you have a puncher's chance for sure. No doubt. Yeah, man. All right, so we have a lot to look forward to here this week. Obviously, as as Will just mentioned, as we've been touching on NBA now, back full swing. I think there's 12 games tonight in the NBA Tuesday night. Masters getting underway in two days. Baseball getting underway in just two days as well. So huge week here coming off the national championship game uh, in college hoops. All right, man, it's been fun as this always. This was fun. Oh, we got one more. Uh, 30 yeah. seconds on this Eagles trade. What, what do people think? It looks like they got a lot back. I mean, it's kind of a strange trade. It was really uh, a lot of assets, yeah. future assets being swapped. What's your, uh, what's your thoughts? What's kind of the feel here on this Eagles trade? I like it. Uh, you know, a, a lot of Eagles fans are just saying that, uh, you know, they robbed the Saints a little bit. This is just Howie Roseman kicking the can down the road. So, you know, now you're giving Jalen another year to try and earn this job. And if you don't like what he puts out there this year, then you set yourself up for another opportunity to, you know, pa put together a nice trade package with a couple dra first round draft picks and uh, some extra just overall draft picks in both the uh, next year's draft and 2024. So you have a lot of options. And Howie Roseman's always about having options and having that draft capital. So I like it. And they still have two picks in the first round this year. So I think it's a great trade. Plus, it's a weaker draft from what everyone says, and especially yeah. with the quarterbacks. When, when it's a weak quarterback draft, the picks are not as much of a premium where, hey, if you get a top 10 pick next year and it's a big quarterback draft, you're going to have people itching to trade up. So uh, I think yes. it was smart to get future assets. Um, I'm not sure where the Saints are at with it, what what their thought process was, but boy, it's been a hell of an NFL offseason. Every day something happens between Tyree Kill and Adams and, and Wilson. Yeah, uh, It's just, it's really, it started off slow. It looked like, man, maybe none of these guys are going to move, but, you know, Brady retires and unretires. Uh, just, it seems like you get a story every two days. That Calvin Ridley, Ridley gambling thing is like, you know, lifetimes ago now. It's been blown off the bat. Yeah, it's pages. old news. Way old news. Absolutely. A couple of years ago, it would still be the lead story in yeah. the offseason, but 
NFL offseason has become like the NBA offseason. It's been it's been unbelievable. Yeah, it really has. It's been uh, yeah, and it's kind of in a bad time, and just because you know we got March Madness, we would like it to happen in February when there's nothing else to talk about. But uh, boy, right. it's been uh, it, it's been just an incredible month or so here of NFL transactions. Yeah, it's been awesome. There's uh, it's been it's been an awesome month period, month or two, just with with everything, whether it's the off season or uh, you know, seasons wrapping up. So, all right, man. Fun stuff. We'll uh, we'll do it again next week. All right, Ryan. This next this time next week we'll have some playoff matchups to talk about. So I can't wait. Can't wait, baby. Can't wait. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Ryan Rothstein. Always check out his podcast as well, the Philadelphia City Cast. We'll be back. We'll be doing plenty more baseball as opening day is just a couple days away. NBA playoffs uh, a week away. Really a great time of the year. So excited for it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Ryan Rothstein. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.